It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Some nights you just want to do that to the box score. That's what Jalen Suggs wanted to do, but that's not what we do here. Let's break down a loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves on today's Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Excuse me, you are indeed locked on magic. Today is January 10th, 2024. As you can tell, still a little sick, getting better. Can't quite do my whole intro spiel yet without coughing, but we'll get there. My name is Phil Brosperike of the expert and site editor over at Orlando Magic Daily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic fall to the Minnesota Timberwolves as their three-point lock runs out. They get run off the floor because the injuries are getting to be too much. We'll chat about how the Timberwolves slow down Paolo Bancaro and what the injuries have finally done to this Magic team. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. I want to start today um, with the big thing. Um, you know, we're we're still trying to figure out what the formula to win is. Um, you know, when this team's healthy, we know what that formula is. The shooting's going to be what it is, but it's about winning the paint. It's about limiting and enforcing turnovers. It's about winning the free throw line. A lot of that formula still exists. But ever since the Magic, and yes, I, ha- I do have a spare box score. I, 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 I didn't just throw a random box score away without having one handy. Um, it, a lot of that formula still exists, but ever since last week, when this injury bug really started to hit this team hard, um, and the sickness on top of that, uh, the illness that's been going around the team on top of that, but ever since this injury bug really started to hit hard, um, we have kind of had a new formula. The team started taking a lot more threes. They started actually making some three-pointers. It's incredible. And so a new formula developed to make up for all the injuries the Magic were facing. And look, that's what you got to do. You got to find a way to win no matter how, how, no matter who's out there, no matter who's available. And, and that's fine. That's okay. Um, and, and, you know, you expect to find that new formula and that, that new way. The Magic... 
The Magic, though, um, you know, the Magic, though, didn't feel like that was sustainable. Um, at the end of the day, the three-point shooting didn't feel sustainable. But what did feel sustainable, what did feel a bit more permanent, was the emergence of Paolo Bancaro as a true star. What we've seen over the last week is Paolo have to assert himself, have to be a little bit more of, of everything. And what we saw in the games against Sacramento, against Denver, against Atlanta, was Bancaro become the team's everything. Now look, Bancaro has been incredible the last five games. 33 points per game, 23.6 field goal attempts per game. Like He's had to do a lot. And everybody knows it. And so this game against Minnesota, this was the first time the Magic had played and actually good defense. Like, no offense to Denver. Denver's good defense. Denver's not Minnesota. Minnesota's top defense in the league. Sacramento and Atlanta. Atlanta especially, kind of a C-Von defense. Sacramento, inconsistent, but generally in the middle of the pack. Minnesota, with their size, was a really difficult matchup. You know, yeah, they put Jaden McDaniels on Paolo Bancaro. And without Franz Wagner there to give a little bit of relief, they hid, they hid Carl, hid's harsh, but they hid Carl Anthony Towns on Shuma Okeke. This is why, as well as the Magic have played since these injuries, it's not sustainable. So what did Minnesota do? Because Paolo really struggled. And, when, and, and that's the first domino that fell. Everything for this Magic team sprouts off of Paolo Bancaro. His ability to attract attention, his ability to take up space and soak people to him, his ability to pass the ball, his ability to score. And Paolo started the game three for 13. He ended up eight for 22. He scored 18 points. He got some numbers. But at the end of the day, the Wolves did a really good job cutting off the head of the snake. And the blueprint that Paolo saw tonight, look, it's going to be a while before we see another team as good defensively as Minnesota is. So maybe this isn't the biggest concern, but teams are going to throw a lot of different stuff at him. And look, Jaden McDaniels, give him a ton of credit. He played fantastic. Was able to beat Paolo at the point of attack, keep him in front of him on screens, prevent switching. He knew he had Rudy Gobert behind him. And look, no doubt, early in that game, the Magic... Settled. Um, they took where they were three for eleven on threes in the first quarter, and, and look, they're taking more threes now, and that's whatever. Um, they didn't, you know, they shot thirty-one percent from three. They ended up thirteen for forty-two, but they were under thirty percent in the first half. They were not shooting well again, three for eleven in the first quarter. Um, the Magic were down eleven nothing right off the bat. Two Paolo misses, one at the rim, changed by Rudy Gobert. Uh, uh, turnaround fadeaway shot that he takes again. Jay McDaniel's great defender. But Gobert is hanging around. And honestly, like, this set the tone for the whole game. The fact that the Magic weren't able to get downhill, the fact that the Magic weren't able to get to the rim, to have an elite shot blocker like Gobert to meet them there was a huge challenge for this Magic team. And a, a challenge that Orlando, frankly, didn't have the horses to make up. 
Yeah, Paolo figured some stuff out later. He got his only two, his two of his three field goals in the first half were off runouts and, and easy layups. So again, get downhill, get to the basket. Like that's still the number one thing for this team. The number one thing for this Magic team is to get to the paint, to get to the rim, to put pressure on that rim. And that's the one thing the Magic didn't do very successfully in this game. And, and frankly, they're not scoring in the paint as much, but they've been struggling with it and getting away with it because they're making threes. This game, your top guy was settling. Your top guy wasn't getting downhill, wasn't kind of setting the right tone. And it threw the whole energy off. Now again, Orlando fought. We're going to get to some of the, some of the issues here in a minute, but everything for this team starts with Paolo. And, and look, it is unfair to ask a player to average 30 points per game. I know more and more players are doing it these days than, than maybe they did 10 years ago. It's unfair to ask a 21-year-old second-year player to get you 30 a night. That's what having a guy like Franz Wagner is supposed to relieve. You know, Jalen Suggs had a nice game. Mo Wagner had a nice game. But at this point, the Magic just don't have enough consistent guys. And so frankly, as long as the Magic are this injured, Paolo can't be bad. Like, I'm sorry, Paolo can't be bad with the way this roster is right now. That's unfair to say. I mean, yes, you expect your superstar player to be good every single night and, and to give you something. And look, he got, he didn't get the full 22, 23 points per game he's averaging this year. But he got 18. I wasn't like, you know, he found a groove at the end of the third quarter. We're going to get to some of those details here in a minute. He found a groove, you know, too little, not, not too little, too late, but too late. The Magic right now need Paolo to set the tone. He has to be the hub of everything. He has to play like Luka Doncic. And, and that's unfair to ask of him because that's not who he is. He can be like that a little bit. You know, he's trying to make the right play. But in this game, everything was cut off. The, the path of the basket was cut off. The ability to pass to others was cut off. Everything was cut off. And that's how the Magic ended up down se down 17 after one quarter, down 30 at the break, and how this game was essentially over midway through the first quarter. The Magic just didn't have it. And look, there are no excuses here. We know this Magic team is capable of playing well. We know this team is capable of winning games just like this one, despite their state. But there's no doubt, injuries are hitting this team hard. We're going to talk about the ways the Magic struggled with the injuries coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word for our friends over at FanDuel. The NFL regular season is over, but the playoffs are here. And there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in their new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. Best way to find popular parlays, and so much more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. 
and make your first bet a touchdown pass today. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. For your next listen, go check out the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel. It's the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you every day, all day, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. Okay, um, you know, look, this is a no-excuse team. This is a next-man-up team, and, and, and losses are not acceptable. And a loss like this, sell-out crowd, I heard a smattering of boos down 30 at the half. Um, effort wasn't the issue, and, and, and so, you know, I, 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 you know, no one likes to be down 30. There's a lot of frustration. The Magic were really fighting it, um, for lack of a better way to phrase it. The Magic were really fighting it. And there is honestly really only so much a team can do. Um, The margin for error for this Magic team is extremely small right now. They're down Franz Wagner, who, you know, fortunately, you know, according to Jamal Mosley, has started doing some individual work on the court, non-contact. So who knows how close that means he is, but certainly good to see him back on the floor. Um, they're without Wendell Carter right now. They're without Jonathan Isaac still. Joe Ingles missed his 13th straight game. They're without Gary Harris. Cole Anthony left at halftime with the right quad contusion flaring up again that kept him out of last Wednesday's game against Sacramento. We are dealing with a team right now that is down six rotation players. There's typically only, what, 10 guys in a rotation, nine guys? We're dealing with a team that is down several significant players. In fact, you look at the lineup, you know, Paolo, Goga, Jalen, Markel, Mo Wagner. Those four guys, those, what, five guys are probably the old, and Anthony Black, so maybe six guys. The Magic are down a lot of really key players. They're starting Chuma OKK. They're starting Caleb Houston, and, and Caleb Houston's played well, and Chuma's done some good things too. They're starting guys that, this team does not typically rely on. Um, you know, I was talking with Jason Beattie about this on the way out, and I feel like I need to continue repeating this. When you're on the roster, 82 games is a long time. You're going to need every single player on your roster for significant minutes or for meaningful minutes at some point during the season. The trick is, is you don't want to rely on your two-way guys too much, which the Magic were the last two years. Um, but you're going to need them. And look, Traveling Queen has stepped up. Like the Magic have gotten good minutes from everyone who's played so far this year. But it's about consistency. 
And it's about that margin for error. Paolo is carrying a heavy load. Everyone around the league knows it. They know he's taking more shots, that he has the ball in his hands a lot more. They know that Jalen Suggs is taking more shots. And, you know, he's he's making his threes. He had a fantastic game at the end of the day. 20 points, 8 for 14 shooting, 4 for 8 from 3. Jalen Suggs did some things. Um, and was key to at least making the final score look respectable. Um, but, uh, you know, you look at this team, uh, you know, you look at this team and it, and you look at this lineup and it's hard to say how, you know, it's hard to say, okay, this team is competitive. They should be competitive and they shouldn't lose by 30, but winning games consistently is going to be tough because everyone has to pull more than their weight. And of course, that's what injuries do. And sometimes having to play so many more minutes, having to have the ball in your hand so much more, having to face just more physical defense at times. And, and, you know, give all the credit to Minnesota. Great defensive game plan. Great defensive execution. They took it to the Magic. This is how you play an injured team. You don't do what Denver did. Denver kind of diddled about. Like, yeah, they built that 18-point lead, but they put their reserves in. You know, they didn't put the Magic away. They let Orlando get some momentum and get some, you know, and, and find their identity and find their groove and believe that didn't happen against Minnesota. Minnesota buried the magic. They buried them. It didn't give them a chance to breathe. And unfortunately, there is no pressure release valve when you're dealing with the kind of injuries Orlando is because Paolo has to carry that heavy burden. He has to carry that big, that gigantic load and carry this team as far as he can. He has no choice. The Magic have nowhere else to go. Who else is creating on this team? Like Jalen Suggs isn't a fantastic creator. He's not getting downhill, uh, you know, consistently. That is the dilemma. That is the problem for the Orlando Magic right now. Is asking... Who is carrying this team forward? Who is going to share that burden? And look, there were guys that had moments. You know, Mo Wagner carried the team through a good chunk of the first half. You know, Jalen Suggs was a big part of a 12-0 run that made it a 22-point deficit that, you know, gave the Magic a little bit of life and a little bit of a spark that they desperately needed. It's out there. It's there. But obviously in this game, it was too little too late. Orlando was down 11-0 from the very beginning. Missed their first five shots uh, over the first two and a half minutes. Um, it, it was an uphill climb the entire way. And Minnesota, and you know Jamal Mosley said it after the game, when you're playing a team with Minnesota's length and their focus on the interior, you got to hit some shots early to loosen them up. And that is one thing Orlando did in their previous three outings. They made shots early against Sacramento. They made some shots early against Denver. They made shots early against Atlanta. You know, they came back down to earth against Atlanta a little bit, but they made shots. They made threes consistently to keep themselves in the game, to make up for whatever shortcomings or mistakes that they had. That didn't happen. And really, you know, Orlando was able to force some turnovers, 18 turnovers, 23 points. That was Orlando's best offense because they weren't beating Minnesota in the half court 
with how much they were choking off Paolo. And unfortunately for this Magic team, with the rot, with the players they have available, there just aren't many other places for them to turn. There just aren't many other things that they can do. And that is the problem. That is the issue for this team right now. Look, this team is capable of winning. I, I, like, I agree with the Magic. Injuries are not an excuse. They are capable of winning these games. They're capable of playing a lot better than they did Tuesday night. Like, I'm not sitting here saying, if they're injured, woe is me, whatever. No, 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 no. The Magic should have played a lot better in this game. Um, they have to find another way. They have, you know, that's that's the thing. You always have to figure it out. And look, it took them two and a half quarters, but they did. They won the second half. They did some things. They did some things. They were okay. But it took them too long, and their ability to find that way is hampered because right now, plan B, plan C, plan D aren't available. You got plan A. Paolo, but you're working after that with things you didn't expect to go to. And so eventually you're going to have a stinker. Like just eventually with the way that the magic are right now, you are going to have a stinker. And you know what I always say about games when, you know, we've had plenty of 30 point losses on this show in the past decade these kinds of losses tell you more about the losing team than they do the winning team. And, you know, look, Minnesota played really, really well. I think you do, you did it. This game did say a lot about Minnesota as a team. Um, what needs to happen now though, is the magic can't let this happen again. You know, Mo Wagner said the energy was just off. The team just didn't have the same urgency. And some of that just might be fatigue because guys are playing a lot more minutes and they're, having to have an extra jolt of energy just to compete with how far down they are. But now they have to find it again. And they can't let something like this happen. Happen twice. We'll go through the final box score, talk a little bit about what we saw from individuals coming up here in just a moment. But first... It's time for a quick word from our friends over at BetterHelp. If, you know, I don't mean to uh, use Jalen Suggs' words, but if you haven't yet, go back to Friday night against the Denver Nuggets. You can find his video, find his post-game availability on OrlandoMagic.com. I believe also on their YouTube page. Listen to what Jalen Suggs said um, about how much taking care of his mental health helps him perform better on the court. And I know that's not the ultimate goal, of taking care of your mental health is to perform better at your job, but you can sense just from listening to Jalen, how free he is, how much focusing on improving his mental health on, you know, getting his feelings out on talking through them on looking at life in a more positive way, how that has freed him and made him the player that magic fans just absolutely adore. Look, therapy can be daunting. Taking care of yourself can be daunting. We all, you know, we're all giving people. We all want to give ourselves to others. 
but sometimes you got to give a little bit to yourself. And, and frankly, sometimes we need help understanding how to do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient. It's flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made, whether you're working on a New Year's resolution or just need someone to talk to and help you view life in a different light. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. Check it out today. You will not regret regret it. Therapy is always there for you. It's what you want. So check it out today at BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day. Every day as we do after every game. Let's go through the final box score. I know it is not pretty as the Minnesota Timberwolves defeat the Orlando Magic 113-92. to um, We've talked a lot about Paolo. 18 points, 8 for 22 shooting, 1 for 4 from deep, 1 for 4 from the foul line, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, uh, 4 turnovers, uh, a block, 3 steals. Um, I'll start with the good. I liked his defense. Um, you know, he was on Jaden McDaniels a lot. It, you know, he's guarded where Carl Anthony Towns a little bit. Um, I love. I, I like how active Paolo is in help. Um, got got a, just got a bunch of steals just by, you know, being in a good spot to kind of reach for the ball uh, when the defender's not expecting it. Just being a presence. Um, that's about all good I have to say about Paolo. Unfortunately, um, this was one of his worst games in, in a while. It, you could just feel his frustration. Um, frustration that he wasn't getting foul calls. Um, he, he's definitely taken some hits and not getting calls that, that have exasperated him a little bit in this stretch. Um, you could feel his frustration with not hitting shots, but at the end of the day, again, like he sets the tone for this team. He is the star of the show. He sets the tone for who this team is. And so it's on him to start this group off on the right foot. It's on him to make sure he is getting to the basket, getting a paint touch, collapsing the defense around him. And again, credit to Jane McDaniels. Jane McDaniels played Paolo as well defensively as anyone has for the last month. Um, he really slowed him down, kept him on the perimeter, defended him without help. That's such a big thing. Uh, you know, use Rudy Gobert as a backstop. And, and, and honestly, like Paolo was spooked by Gobert. Um, I think he settled for a lot of jumpers or didn't try and get to the basket because Gobert was hovering around there and was there to potentially block a shot, you know, changed a couple layups that he had. Um, you know, it, it, I think that was a big part of this game and a big part of why the Magic were kind of on their back foot from the beginning. You know, they let Gobert get into their head a little bit. Um, and look, Gobert 
ended up with three blocks. So that's justified. But when you're going up against a shot blocker, A, Paolo is the kind of player that should be able to challenge shot blockers because he is so good at drawing contact. And look, Gobert is great at avoiding fouls, but Paolo can get Gobert to engage him. And the way you beat shot blockers is you get them to come up to you, you engage them, and then you dip it down to the next guy or you get the whole defense to collapse around you and kick out. You've got to challenge shot blockers. And frankly, like the Magic didn't do that in this game. The Magic let Gobert just be a presence instead of being a factor, if that makes sense. Like he was, he, he didn't have to block shots to change shots. He prevented shots just by being in the paint. And like that cannot happen. If you want a chance to win these games, that cannot happen. And, and especially can't happen with a guy like Powell. Jalen Suggs all had a really nice game at the end of the day. 20 points, 8 for 14 shooting, 4 for 8 from 3. Five rebounds, three steals. They'd have two turnovers. Um, I, you know, Suggs, he brought his energy up in the third quarter. Everyone did. He got off to a slow start too, but really found himself in, in, in that second half. Um, Suggs went in the first half only three points, one for five shooting. That part's not going to get it done, to be perfectly frank. Um, one for four from three. Um, that part's not going to get it done. Now, again, at this stage, the Magic need Paolo to be superstar Paolo. They're not winning games if Paolo is in superstar Paolo. Uh, and then they need one of Jalen Suggs or they need one other player to be a 20-point guy, point guy and to be that way throughout the game. The fact of the matter is the Magic got down so big because none of their starters got going. Like Bo Wagner was the only player who could score consistently for Orlando. And obviously he's kind of set up by some by uh, everyone else, but the Magic just could not get offense moving because all their key players weren't playing well. And look, you can't expect Caleb Houston, eight points, three for 12 shooting, two for 10 from three. You can't expect him to score 25 points every night. That's not the player he is. Um, you know, again, you got to work to that consistency. So bad birthday for Caleb Houston, but the Magic needed someone else to kind of step up and help. And, and look, Orlando missed some open threes. They missed some good looks. That deflated them. They weren't able to get in the paint. That deflated them. They allowed some of these missed shots. They allowed the difficulty of the, of the offense to affect them elsewhere. And, and look, Orlando didn't turn the ball over a ton, just 13 turnovers in the game. But Minnesota was able to get out, out and running. They used their length. This is a bigger team than the Magic right now. Um, you know, We like to think the Magic are our big team. They're a long team. Um, but they struggled. And really the only way Orlando can made any consistent offense was through turnovers. 18 turnovers for 23 points for Orlando. 18 Minnesota turnovers, 23 Orlando points. Um, that was really the only way the Magic created offense in this game. Uh, Mo Wagner had 21 points off the bench. Six for nine. Again, just really solid. Just did his thing. Um, so have to be happy with him. Uh, Trevlin Queen had a nice 11 points. But again, just... Just no one else really able to score. And again, Cole Anthony played only 647, so his stat line looks terrible. But um, just again, just just not a lot going on for the Magic offensively. They end up shooting 36.2% from floor, 13 for 42 from three, just 11 of 18 from the foul line. Again, you look at what the Magic's formula is for victory. Points in the paint. Minnesota outscored Orlando 60-38 in the paint. A lot of missed shots in the paint. Orlando was 19 for 43 in the paint, so sub 50% in the paint. Big, big loss there. That's usually a big sign Orlando's going to lose the game. Um, giving up 60 points in the paint. 
you know, uncharacteristic of this Magic team. They just got housed by Carl Anthony Towns, 28 points, and Rudy Gobert with 21. Um, Gobert with 21 points, 12 rebounds. The next area you look to is free throws. The Magic usually have to dominate the free throw line. They're, 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 they're second in the league in free throw rate. They get about 30 free throws per game. Only 18. They got to be above 25 to really have a chance in these games. Um, and then, you know, the Magic did the other thing they usually have to do. They limited turnovers. They first forced turnovers. But 19 points off of 13 Magic turnovers is a little bit more than the Magic usually give up uh, in, that, in that sense. And so, you know, again, Orlando was climbing uphill the entire way. Um, I think that's really difficult for this team right now because of all the injuries they have. Obviously, they did against Denver, so it's not impossible. But the margin for error is really, really small with this group. And you could just kind of see, you could just kind of see it in, in them. There was a lot of exhaustion. Like they have to put in a supreme effort. And Minnesota played with a lot of effort. You know, Minnesota out efforted them in the first half. And with the energy and 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 with the with the injuries the magic are dealing with right now, they cannot get out efforted. And, and that's that's honestly what happened in the first half. Orlando made good on it in the second half. Again, they won the second half 50, um, 55 to 46. How much of that is Minnesota letting off the gas pedal? They're up 30 at the half. They led by as much as 34. How much of that is Minnesota letting off the gas pedal as much as the Magic figuring things out? I, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I think Orlando did figure some things out. I think Orlando did play a really solid second half. I think Minnesota also understood it was playing with a pretty large cushion. The game never got closer than like 18, 17 points. Um, the magic never, you know, I think Minnesota fans were fretting, but the magic never really threatened in any meaningful way after the first quarter. And that's, you know, that's a tired team. That is an injured team. That is a focused Minnesota team. And so give them a lot of credit for the way that they played and putting away a magic team that, that really, you could stagger them. They'd keep fighting, but getting up was going to be very, very tough for them. Um, so Credit to them and, and and credit credit to Minnesota for a game well played. And as we did, throw the game away. It's one game. We got 82 of these things. You know, we're nearing the halfway point at this point. 30 set. We're 36 games into the season, 37 games into the season now. Um, so throw some of it out. Uh, we'll see what the team does. Uh, we'll see how the team responds Friday in Miami. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them we sell podcasts to your podcast ableist device. You can find us on YouTube as well at youtube.com slash at Locked On Magic if you have not done so already. Just subscribe wherever you subscribe. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can find us on Twitter at omagicdaily. And of course, be sure to check out my Patreon page, Orlando Magic Hub. I'm hoping to post a playbook video tomorrow. So check that out at patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. Don't forget to check out the Locked On Sports Today YouTube page, the 24-7 streaming channel of all things Locked On Podcast Network. You can see the top sports stories of the day covered by the local experts like myself, as well as our national shows. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Prosper Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.
Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.